Welcome to SimChat. I'm Lindsay. I'm Angela. And today we're going to, I guess, veer off the path a little bit from using like sim organizers and strategies mm -hmm. to more talk about classroom management. Um, and we like really focusing on some of the tough kids or tough situations mm -hmm. that you may deal with. Mm -hmm. um, so our experience, if you've never listened or maybe don't remember, is that we both worked in um, a high poverty K-8 in middle mm -hmm. school grades. Um, so there, you know, a lot of boisterous behavior, I suppose. Yes. Um, and now here I am in a, a very nice, affluent, sheltered yes. place. But I'm getting a lot of different kinds of behaviors, which have been interesting. Yes. And then now you're solely in a middle school, which just is high school. poverty. And yes. so a lot more of those behaviors because there's just more of those more kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we're kind of thinking first, like, what are what resources do we consult mm -hmm. when we're, I mean, not just setting up classroom management, but mm -hmm. more, maybe more, are we talking about dealing one-on-one -on -one with kids? Yeah, I would say like those kind of little interactions you have throughout the day that can either make make it all better or tank it, you know, like your lesson yeah. or your class where you know if you just had said, hadn't or had said that one thing to that one kid, yeah. then maybe it would have gone better or maybe it would not have exploded or something. Do you know, and I just thought of this though, something that I do essentially every day, and I've done it for mm -hmm. several years now, is, um, I don't know, I remember talking to this teacher, he mm -hmm. taught for, like, a really long time, he was not in our building, I must have met him in a training, we were mm -hmm. just, like, chatting with a water cooler or something, <laughs> and he was giving me these, like, uh, these five categories of what makes, uh, what makes a good teacher, I mean, mm -hmm. he taught for, like, 29 years or something ridiculous, and he still seemed full of energy, and I remember him saying, you know, a lot of things, but, uh, one was, you yourself have to be emotionally stable, Yes. <laughs> and so in the morning, I always kind of check in with myself, like, how am I feeling today? Mm -hmm. Like, am I, if a kid says something, am I vulnerable to getting, mm -hmm. you know, grumpy? Yep. Or, you know, some days I just mm -hmm. have, like, I, I guess I feel slightly more relaxed and I'm just going to yeah. let more things fly. I yep. don't know. So um, I'd say that's the first thing I do is, like, mm -hmm. what is today going to look like for me? Yeah. So I think just as much as it can affect us, the kids also come with their yeah. insane baggage that sometimes you don't realize until yeah. after it's been completely unpacked and yeah. you realize. And oh, it's really emotionally exhausting a yes, lot of the time. Absolutely. Um, I can't say I really deal with that too much this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a healthy place. Yeah. Um, so what are some resources that you consult? in this department so um actually the first one that came to mind that we, i don't have here in front of me is your um the big book you have 500 problems 500 oh, yeah, solutions yeah, yeah. that's a great who book. i've loaned i've loaned out to many teachers this year yeah um where it has it's like safe and safe and civil schools yes. oh yes absolutely you know what's you know what i got that book some teacher retired and he handed it to me like my second year teaching yeah. and he was like here you might want this but he didn't act like this is a really helpful tool he was like oh just oh. take it off my shelf <laughs> And I kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's a huge it's book. It, yeah. And I never got any formal training on that. Mm -hmm. um, but then I kind of looked at it later and was like, oh, this, oh is a, this is a nice book. And then you yeah. and I, we had some some shared students who were just like, <laughs> oh, gosh. we were at the brink. We didn't know what to do. And so that book was excellent because mm -hmm. you can, like, look it up and be like, this is the specific behavior like, that I'm having a problem with and yes. I want to change. It'll like, have everything from, I mean, like, everything. like 
to <laughs> like Oh my class. god, I need to have a back because I have a kid who does that right now on purpose all the time oh, no. and it's out of control. <laughs> you yes, have to Google you do that. need to have a <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. It's It'll like, have like it's like body function stuff to like, like behavior to like noisy class that knows they're noisy to noisy class that yeah, doesn't know they're noisy. That's true because it's not just a single kid. Sometimes it's yeah. a group or a whole whole class thing mm-hmm. and so it's and it gives you um a variety of options mm-hmm. and it oh, gives you yeah. like these plans like plan a plan mm-hmm. b plan c uh, <laughs> i liked oh, yeah. though the problem with that book for me was that a lot of them were like okay you've done all these things mm-hmm. now you seek an administrator yeah. <laughs> and we didn't exactly have the support we were looking for because our administrator was like strapped and so yeah. um it didn't really like i felt sometimes we can only go so far with yeah, it yeah yeah exactly i but it's there. Yeah, definitely. I That's a great resource. One of the ones I used from that book all the time, it's you take a, um, you know, like when you fold paper and make a little table tent? Yeah. Well, you take it, but you put it on its side, so it's like a little triangle. Okay. And it's standing up, and one of them is uh, level A, B, and C. And mm-hmm. so if your voice is level A, and this is very basic, you know, but yeah. it's like no talking, quiet, no pen tapping, mm-hmm. any of that. B is like quiet talking to the neighbor next to you, and then mm-hmm. C is just conversational mm-hmm. um, voices. And so... I'll just take that and I'll just twist it, you know, throughout the day and the kids know oh, they cool see idea. it. And it's like, it's not even like I have to make an announcement or yeah. it's just kind of like it's there, they see uh-huh. it, they know. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of something that I found super helpful from that book because um, we had to do a class schedule mm-hmm. change mm-hmm. in October, which gosh, yeah. pain in the butt. But, so I had to reset all my expectations on uh-huh. the kids. Uh-huh. It's like starting over in October. But that was Some, helpful. Yeah, something that I deal with uh, but you know, I dealt with this at our school before because mm-hmm. I mean, we had a lot of kids, but I'd say just a, a vast generalization that I have right now is the students I have now, um, for the ask you questions. <laughs> oh, your question. I mean, I've, I've done this too. <laughs> and like, it's, it's silly little questions that, and, mm-hmm. and you know, they're, they live really nice sheltered lives and so you know they get a lot of parental support and I think they're probably used to those questions being answered all the time but for me like I have a threshold at which I can no longer answer questions in a nice way and so um you know one time we actually even did the math I asked the kids you know if everybody asks me you know five questions an hour and this is how many hours in a day and then how many hours in a week and how many hours in a year answer like 900,000 questions. I was like, do you think that's fair? They're like, no. Um, but if we ever get to that point, you know, when the parking lot isn't working, yes. Um, what I do in the morning before they get there is I just put like three tiny little sticky notes on every desk mm-hmm. and each sticky note represents a question. I've seen teachers do this with popsicle sticks yeah. or, you know, it's just something physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and some kids don't even answer one. And yeah. so my, or ask one question. So Sometimes I say, if you're somebody who doesn't ask questions, this is, like, kind of a reminder that maybe you might want to use yeah, a post-it. Yeah, the other way, too. And then the other kids, it's like, they've used their three post-its. <laughs> 9.05. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that is so true. But they, but they learn how to really think about, mm-hmm. is this is this a really good question? Mm-hmm. Maybe They're more intentional about is it. it. Is it a me question or a we question? Yeah, yeah and it's funny because I, um, I just got finished. In a, like an adult class, you know, it's mm-hmm. like I've been in an FBI class. Yeah. Um, and there was, a, it's a group of 30 of us, mm-hmm. and we met every week. And there were probably like three people in there who just asked question after question after question. It's like a four-hour class. Let us go. And um, so the woman who ran the program, I even told her, uh-huh. I said, you need to work on the whole, is it a me or a we? Yes. <laughs> I was like, as a teacher, it's yeah. okay sometimes to just uh-huh. say, 
you know, there's too many yeah. questions. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's really helpful. <laughs> we do this every day, all day. Yeah. So I think there's a yeah. variety of behaviors because like too many questions is very different than like defiance. Yes. Right? Yeah. Or farting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, um, I say that another book that I uh, was recommended and uh, purchased for us at our old school, it's called Teach Like a Champion mm -hmm. by Doug Lamov. And I feel like it's a pretty popular yeah, book. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I like about it is that it's very digestible. Like each mm -hmm. uh, strategy is made two, maybe three pages. Yeah. And I've never actually used the CD, but it comes with a CD. I have never used the CD either <laughs> now that I think about it. I feel like I, I can get what I need from reading it. But um, Are there like principles on the CD? What's on the CD? I don't even know. I don't even know. Hmm. I, I think it has clips of watching oh, teachers use it. You know it. what? I think our principal showed a few of them Did for they? us. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So if you need to see it in action. Yeah, there I is. like one of the key ones I use at the beginning of the year to avoid the I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, because that that is a kid's way of completely yeah shucking responsibility, yeah. not taking ownership, tuning out, tuning out. Yeah, and so there's it's, I think it's number one, no opt out. Yeah, and so um, it's basically you've asked to get a question by the end of your interchange with them, they should answer. Now it's going the other way, <laughs> <laughs> but it's. But it's I think content. That's, that's it's the content, point, yeah. right? There is um, there's an appropriate level of questions. Kids should be asking questions, yes. but they should be able to answer the content question asked of them. Yeah. And um, just kind of a, the way I use it is, um, if kid can't answer it, that's fine. Um, maybe I'll break it down, rephrase it, or um, ask either go back to the content yeah. with the class or the student, go back, uh, having other kids share, and then. Worst comes to worst, if kids still can't figure it out, someone else says it, and the kid repeats it. Yeah. And yeah. so it's ultimately, mm -hmm. they know if you've asked them a question, they are not going to shirk and be like, oh, oh, Yeah. They know that they are going to have to say it. Yeah. That, and, I, yeah, I use that one, yeah, I feel like on a daily basis. Yep. That's that one. Yeah, that's like, I think that book's a good resource. And it, just the, the idea at the beginning of the year setting this, the standard that yeah. I don't know is not gonna be okay and our old principal bought a copy for everybody your current principal bought a copy for yeah, everybody. I, know. I feel like it's one of those books that administrators if they have a budget for books yeah mm -hmm. we'll typically buy this you know or at least have a few copies available mm -hmm. um, for staff mm -hmm. um, I don't have any love and logic training but mm -hmm. I feel like I have consulted their resources oh, online yeah. a lot um, I first saw it while I was washing my hands at outdoor school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was like posted up on the wall. And, it, and I mean, it's like really simple. It's like one column. It's like, oh, yes. this is the stuff um, that is typically said, I think, like, where, you know, or why don't you have a pencil or mm -hmm. get a pencil? And instead you would say like. Students who have a pencil. Yeah. Or when you have. I will be happy to start when everyone has a pencil. Yes. You know, something like that. It puts that ownership piece back on the yeah, and, and I feel like um, it's very easy to get in a negative space when you're a teacher, mm -hmm. like, because you deal with a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Let's just say it. Yeah, <laughs> um, so it's, I think it's just really easy to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we've all done it. Everybody mm -hmm. does it. Uh, where you just kind of flip a little bit. But Love and Logic provides you, like, a very specific language mm -hmm. that even if you're, like, really frustrated, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can say... Mm -hmm. Um, you can't borrow a pencil from me, but you can borrow one yeah. from a neighbor. <laughs> and they, they yeah. get it. Like, okay, that, that told them what they should do. Uh -huh. um, and it usually resolves itself pretty yeah. easily. I know. I use that one because um, I'm middle school, you know, so we have our occasional tardies. 
So when a kid who is two, three minutes late strolls into class five minutes later wants to go to the bathroom, I say students who arrive to class on time may be awarded bathroom privileges. Yeah. And so they know if they want to leave at any time, they better yeah. get their, their booty to class on time. Yeah. So that just... And it also it takes it off me. Mm-hmm. It's not like mm-hmm. I'm not letting you go. It's this yeah. is the standard. Have you met it? Great. Totally. This is a privilege you can have. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. that also it kind of makes sense to them a little bit. You know yeah. they they can't really argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, and like love and logic, I really would actually like to go to a, a legit mm-hmm. training. Yeah. Um, it's just never really been in our budget before or anything like that. But I think they have a lot mm-hmm. of online resources at least get a sense of what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have index cards and post-its handy all the time. Um, not mm-hmm. just for, like, informal assessments, things like mm-hmm. that, but um, I feel like I just use them all the time mm-hmm. for stupid little things. And sometimes it's like, if, if I ever have a class that's, like, really... Sometimes they come back from lunch and they're just mm-hmm. that's where the drama happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be traumatic for some reason. And yeah, or you know, I mean, the playground is just a place, especially I think for middle school, mm-hmm. where a lot of like emotional kinds of things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's crushes or fights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I'll just grab index cards or I'll grab a mm-hmm. post it and I'll just say, like, we're going to take three minutes. You're just going to write everything that mm-hmm. is bothering you right now. And then we tear it up and we throw it away. Yes. And then we start. You know, and I just feel like, um, you know, I don't have anything necessarily specific to say about index cards or post-its. But to just have those around, mm-hmm. um, it's just better, in my opinion, mm-hmm. than having a blank piece of notebook paper. Because to them, that sort it's, of translates like work. school. Yeah, yeah, work. Exactly. It's small and cute. And yeah. Like, I mean, they love post-its. Yeah. And I, I feel like... Um, I just have them around all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's even like, um, I'll, at the end of the day, I'll say, uh, what's like, what's one great thing that happened mm-hmm. today? And then they just have to put their post-it on the board like and walk yeah. out the door, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those post-its are fucking amazing. So <laughs> the question to me is how do you set high expectations without being a jerk? <laughs> because you remember having those teachers where you knew they had really high yes. expectations but you were also, like, afraid of them yeah. or or maybe they – I mean, I mm-hmm. remember having this teacher in high school. I had him my freshman year and my mm-hmm. senior year, and he taught history. And one time he yelled at our class so loud that everybody just, like, froze, and oh it was, like, God. really scary and awkward. And a teacher from two doors down came in a couple minutes later and, like, opened the door and, like, is everything oh okay? Yeah, I mean, it was, like wow. – I mean, I remember that, you know, 15 yeah. years later – 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. Um, how scary that was. But at the same time, we wanted to please him because he had um, rigorous academic uh-huh. standards. So how do you balance that? That is a really good question. I feel like it really has to come from a, a mutual understanding or like a, a respect piece where the kids have to know yeah. that... I am a person they can trust. I so that means I have to be a trustworthy person. Yeah. If I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. Yeah. And the kids, they'll be they, they hold you accountable like that. Yeah. I was saying about it, kids yeah. who go to the bath, kids who arrive to class on time can go to the bathroom. Yeah. And I let a kid go who hadn't arrived on time, and they all told me they're like, <laughs> "You let her go? She was late." I was like, "Oh my gosh, I did." <laughs> so it's like they want those yeah. standards, yeah. and so That's I got true. it. And 
And, and I think that's a really good point, because I was going to say, when I make a mistake, I just own up to it. Yeah. Like, yep. Mrs. Deacon, screw yeah. up. I, I, tell, I kid you not, when I took the kids to outdoor school last uh-huh. week, you know, we have an hour with them uh-huh. at the end of the night, and it's, it's terrible. <laughs> and I forgot pencils. Oh, and so God. we had nothing to write with, and I had no plan. Because <laughs> it's not like you're in a classroom where oh. you can improvise. I was like... Hey guys, so Miss Deacon totally screwed up. You know, I had this, I had this great plan for us to make these wonderful little memorable journals, uh-huh. and they all kind of looked at me, and I was like, you know, people make mistakes, and so well, let's try to do something fun. And I feel like mm-hmm. rather than me like forcing them into some alternative activity, oh, yeah. they realized that it wasn't Plan mm-hmm. A, and they were a little bit mm-hmm. more flexible. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and if you try yeah. try to be a jerk and cover up and be like, no, I was right, I was right. Then oh yeah, they just oh power struggle. Oh yeah, and they hate that. Yeah, so they hate it. Um, I feel like we could probably do an episode two on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. Maybe maybe we should do one just like on de- like what we use strategies for like defiance. Oh, because I feel like we've had so much of that that we have all different ways of, of like. I don't know. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's. It's it's a day to day thing, and yeah. at the end of every day, my husband's also a teacher, and so um, I always ask, "How was your day? What did you do?" Yeah, um, you know, and it's nice to even if you know fourth period was a nightmare. It's like something great happened in fifth period. And yeah, so I gotta like point. remember that. Oh my gosh, this kid today had a total breakthrough! Yay! Yeah, and you know, like what is it that you're. Ten times more likely to remember bad things and good things, or something like. That. Oh, really? Well, some mm. I don't know the actual you know statistics on that, but yeah. it's like the three to one. You know, yeah. you need three positives for every negative because yeah. it's the it'll just eat at you. That's so, a great point. Um, I remember. Yeah, the good stuff that happens because you know that's why we got into this job, right? Yeah, because we love kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I would say find us on Facebook if you haven't already at SimChat PDX uh, because we do try to post also like resources or, Mm -hmm. you know, strategies that we've seen or read about or even use ourselves, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that's it. Great. Thanks for listening. The water is warm, but it's